Welcome back to Confidently Insecure. I am your host, Kelsey Dara, and this is the podcast where we are absolutely sure that we don't know everything. This week, we have Keith Habersberger, one-fourth, or as he likes to say, two-fifths of the Try Guys, because he's so tall. We were all over the board with this episode. I asked him about his intimate marriage life. He just got married a year ago. We also asked the question that I fucking hate being asked, but thought it was necessary to dive into the topic about asking people, are him and Becky going to have children? We also talk about the time that he was a medical model. Let that sink in, because I didn't know what it was either. There's a lot of conversation about drugs, which is very scandalous coming from such a clean cookie cutter boy like Keith. And of course, we end with the topic of Broadway musicals and plays, because we were both former nerd theater children. Don't forget to rate this if you're listening to where your favorite podcasts are played. What am I trying to say? Don't forget to rate this if you are listening to it on your favorite podcast app. Five stars if you think it's great. Don't rate it if you don't think it's great. Then why are you here? Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to give it a thumbs up, subscribe, and like. Leave a comment below about who I should interview next. And enjoy Keith Habersberger. back to Confidently Insecure. I am your host, Kelsey Dare, and I have my other favorite internet hosty type person with me today. The one, the only, Keith Habersberger. <laughs> yeah. What up? What up? Yeah. We're in a cold shed. Yeah, it, we're cold it's, in this we're shed. We're in a cold shed. We're in Ned's shed, back in Ned's shed. You well, guys. no, no, no. This is the second try shed. This oh. is not Ned's shed. Oh, okay? we've been calling it Ned's shed. <laughs> it's not Ned's shed. It used to be Ned's shed. Actually, it was Ariel's shed, and then it was wow. maybe Ned's shed. No, this is the Second Try LLC shed. I feel like I've been being lied to. It's actually the Second Try LLC podcast studio. <laughs> <laughs> it's saw, a shed. <laughs> I saw your like workers' rules is taped in your bathtub. Yes, I took a bath under that the other day <laughs> with a dog. What? Well. All right. Uh, guys, if, in case you didn't notice by the voice or the visual, if you're watching this on YouTube, I've got my buddy Keith Habersberger, one-fourth of the Try Guys, with me in probably their Probably more two-fifths. Because you're so tall? Yeah. Enlarge? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because Zach's so small. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. Two-fifths of the Try yeah, Guys. Yeah, in terms of weight, I'm probably more like closer to two-fifths, maybe, maybe two-sevenths. How tall are you? I'm 6'3". I'm not as tall as... Your boyfriend's Isn't he six, six four? four. Yeah. You guys have met a few times. He yeah. really likes you. Yeah, I like him a lot too. He's, he's really a, nice. He's a very nice guy. He's very likable. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's got a cool dude. A huggable, a huggable demeanor. I've he never hugs everyone him. he meets. Really? I don't think I've been able to hug him before. Really? Maybe once leaving a bar. I thought it was weird at first. I'm pretty huggy. That's what I was gonna say, and I, yeah. I kind of was like, why are you touching people so much? But then I was like, you know what? He's trying to break that barrier of like men can't hug. That's how Becky is too. She's really? like, you and all your friends hug, and it was like also in Chicago, where it was like all my friends were guys. Like you and your twelve guy friends all <laughs> hug each one of each. Like you all hug each other all goodbye. Like you'll go into each thirteen one. hugs around the room. In Hollywood, I think it's a weird trait to bring in that I'm a hugger because no one here after like meetings when you have like a good business meeting do they want to hug you right and i always hug people yeah i go for a hug goodbye i mean basically on my second meeting with you i'll probably hug you goodbye really yeah that's like, a good treat to have we were over shooting at rosanna pancino do you know her yes, she's, sure she's a very tiny but very talented uh baking lady and her boyfriend uh like i've met him a couple times and we were leaving like we're on a hugging term right now yeah okay great yeah I like that. I think more guys should hug. Mm-hmm. Now, well, now that we've settled that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and done. Uh, and um, I've been starting out each of y'all's episodes because I tweeted and Instagrammed out that I was coming to hang out with you guys. And if people had questions and a lot of people responded back with the same question. So I compiled a rapid fire oh. round that I'm going to ask all of you okay. the same questions. Okay. We can skip any. You can pass if you don't like it. 
but don't, you know, because like Pass. tea, Pass. tea, Pass. you know, uh, and I want you to use like as short amount of words as possible. So either like one word for an answer or like a short sentence, cool. just so we can get through all the shit that everyone wants me to ask you guys. Let's get all just, the, through all the fans, get stupid it, bullshit yeah, all the stupid and get shit. to the good dirt. Yeah, all the shit everyone wants to know. We, we ignore that and we talk about the good stuff Kelsey uh-huh. wants to talk yeah, about. Yeah, talk about Kelsey's stuff. All right. Are you ready for your rapid fire? Yeah. <clears throat> What's it like leaving BuzzFeed? Different. What does it cost to start your own company? A lot. Who works the most? Ned. Who works the least? Me. Favorite video not out yet? Ooh. Um, oh, uh, Pizza Face Race. <laughs> put, a pin, put a pin on that one. Uh, thing you would never try? Something like cliff diving. Really? Yeah, I'm really not into jumping off of high things. Huh. Yeah. Even for a lot of money in a brand deal? Well, you, I, you, <laughs> I didn't know there was money involved. Okay, okay. Just wondering. Um, who is your role model? Um, oh, there's so many. This stumped Ned, too. Ned took a long pause. Because role, role model is a dense word now as you're older. Fair. I think when you're a kid, you could be like my dad or you mm. could be like the celebrity you like the most. But the role model now to me is like whose life do you most wish to emulate with your life Whoa. is how I think about it. I always thought role model as like someone you know. Oh, no, I don't. I mean, oh. I think. Oh, that, so just like someone you look up to. I think it could be. But I, I think a role model is who whose actions and behaviors and lifestyle do I garner the most information from and okay. want to apply to my life? So Conan has always been a big role model of mine. I heard he's kind of a dick in real life. I don't I think there's a point where you get so busy and successful that that I think people think you're a dick Mm. because you're just direct. But no one thinks that way about James Corden. Oh, I've heard that he's a total no, dick. I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to the rapid fire, which yeah. we took okay. a hot break okay. from. Rapid fire. Um, okay, wait, where are we? Okay. Who is your best friend in the Try Guys? Ooh. Um, probably Zach. Who is your best friend out of the Try Guys? Ooh. Oh, that's tough. Oh, that's is tough. this a more scandalous answer? Uh I don't know. It's just t- I just have a lot of friends. Like okay, and I have bragging. a lot of, I have a lot of friends that I hang out with like every other uh, like a lot. Like you're a very hang, social guy. Hang out with Jared Popkin like once or twice a week. Love hang that guy. Hang out with Chris Reinecker once or twice a week. Love hang that out guy. with Alex Lewis and Hugh Stonefish. Hate that okay. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, oh, I'm going to say Becky. Aww. Collective aww. Soundboard aww. Yeah. Because I do the most activities with her. And Isn't we, that crazy? I was yeah. just thinking about that with Jared yesterday. I was like, we never are not with each other. We're never not with each other. Mm-hmm. We are with each other all the time. That's life. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, la 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 la. Uh, who brainstorms the weirdest ideas? Me or Eugene. Oh, interesting. Okay. Eugene comes up with some really strange ideas sometimes. I mean, he, and he makes a lot of them. I mean, look at his repertoire. He's made some weird ass shit. Fair, but some also. Some I make some weird ass shit too. But so do you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a, that's a good answer. Um, who makes the best thumbnail faces? Me, one hundred percent me. <laughs> favorite new YouTuber friend. Ooh, we have made a lot of new YouTuber friends lately. Who is my favorite new? Um, probably, uh, Mike Chen of Strictly Dumpling. I can't believe you know him yeah he is my favorite youtuber i just cold wrote to him once being like hey i really like your show yeah but you guys are the try guys that's like in your famous famous but i think no i think he responds to other people who make cool stuff um and i was just like hey uh i i actually think i just asked him for food recommendations and he was just so kind and is now your friend and now you guys text about food stuff yeah I'm like hiding my boner right now. I'm wow. so jealous. Luckily, you have that extra large hoodie oh, on. I forgot to mention in the. I don't know what order these are going to come out in, but I was complaining about how I haven't. I don't have any try merch yet, and now I have an extra large white hoodie. It's huge. It's so. But I like it like this. Yeah. I like something that I can wash multiple. Oh, in the inside. Oh yeah. They, are they, you fucking? They're very me? cozy hoodies. Who makes these? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Probably a guy somewhere no no i I mean uh we we work with fanjoy that's our company i'm looking to switch i mean not tea but tea i've had to switch my distributor twice in the last year for various reasons you're working with spiders or what (laughs) they're just sewing it out of the silk from their butts and they just keep eating through it (laughs) it's a mess the bags show up with web spiders would if if there were super mutant alien spiders they should be seamstresses that's a good point we could actually employ them mm-hmm. that's the future dog yeah put like a pin they, in that when they come to take over our planet that. we'll be like no imprison them and make them make our clothes oh imprisoning spiders i would hate to be a, a guard there that's my yeah, nightmare well, yeah i hate spiders you don't moving like spiders on these are very soft um do you miss buzzfeed 
I miss things about BuzzFeed. Like the snacks? I miss the snacks. I miss um, the amount of really cool, creative people. Mm. Uh, Who do you miss the most for BuzzFeed that still works there? I don't know. I don't know who still works there. there. I feel like Uh, everyone comes and goes. Maybe Shane. Oh, big, beautiful Shane. I call him big, beautiful Shane. You're beautiful Keith. You know, I, uh, I actually coined when we first started calling Shane like a beautiful name. What did we call him? Do we call him beautiful Shane? We definitely call him beautiful Shane. Yeah, I. It was like when he was an intern, he was on something, and we joked, and I gave him like this handsome name, and then it really stuck. I remember me as an intern and you yelling at me once, but we'll talk about that later. That was um, when you couldn't focus the camera. I was telling Ned <laughs> yeah, about that just the you other day. Exactly what I was talking. About. Yeah, because I learned later that you were upset that I was so mean to you about it, but I was just like, I wasn't a dick. I, I was just being I direct. I was never <laughs> upset. Oh my god, I was never upset. It's really hard to. It, no, it takes a lot. You to weren't hurt my upset. Feelings. You were just. But like, I just remember being like. No, what I did was I went home and like cried about how dumb I was. Like I was like, I'm never gonna be good enough. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm fine now. Um, YouTuber, you're not friends with yet, but really want to be. Oh, uh, I'd like to be better friends with Matt Pat. Oh, okay. I think he's so smart, and I love his content. He's probably one of the only YouTubers that makes ten to twenty minute long content that I watch every single video he makes through all 20 minutes. I just think it's so well produced. Oh. It's maybe the most amazingly paced content. For what it is, it's a guy talking and VOing with a lot of graphic jokes. Yes. That's it. And it's brilliant. That's how I feel about, um, oh my God, I can't even remember their names, but I watch them every day. The uh, Vlog Squad. Oh, yeah. I watch them. Very different product. Every day. Like, I don't know them. I have no stake in their lives. I it's like it's like watching an episode of the Kardashians for Mm -hmm. me. And I'm just like fascinated by them. And I watch it. I get a little notification on my phone and I don't watch YouTube videos really ever. And that one I watch Mm -hmm. the second it comes out. I'm like, I'm first. You know, this year has been a big year of like getting to know a lot more YouTubers. Well, because you're um, famous, famous. Yeah, so it's cool. Um, two more questions. Uh, weirdest fight the Try Guys have had? Uh, weirdest? This is a rapid fire question? The weirdest <laughs> Well, like, that's where I'm, I'm saying, like, a quick sentence. <clears throat> weirdest fight we ever had. Doesn't need too much ex- explanation. Talking's hard. Zach I got new was pretty team. mad that we all wanted pho, and he didn't today, but that wasn't an argument, really. <laughs> That's um, good enough cle- for me. But he clearly didn't like it. He was like, I had pho last night. I'm like, yeah, well, it's raining outside, and we all want pho, so we're going to get that. Overruled. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much was a, uh, yeah, we hear you, <laughs> but you're not heard. <laughs> That's important in working in a group setting is telling people that you hear them, but you're not being heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, last question. Tell me a Try Guy secret. Hmm, a good Try Guys secret. This also won't be coming out for, let's be honest, probably like three weeks because we still have to package it. Try Guys secret. What did Ned say? The book. Oh, yeah, that is a good, that's a good secret. Um, <laughs> uh, probably that we, um, I don't know if it's a secret. Also, sorry, my nose is so runny because this shed is so cold. So yeah, it's chilly. I swear it's that's not your what fault. that is. Yeah. It's not me blowing lines nobody, nobody thought you were blowing lines i don't know that's Some also people not might what be you do vis- you don't blow lines <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point i never knew why you they snort call it blow. lines it's called blow i don't know because I've always that's thought the about opposite like, you want to do they also like that like like weed was called dope and then other things were called dope and then and, mm. and also like the whole dabbing craze happened like shortly oh, after yeah. people were dabbing weed and apparently it is related like yeah. somebody dabbed once and coughed in a scoofy way and yeah. then they made that a dance move it's a, the weird drug name culture is bizarre stay keeps keep keith up at night <laughs> uh try guys secret is um I don't know. We've talked about getting high again together, but we still haven't since Wait, the DUI series. So that was real. Oh yeah, we have not all four like smoked weed together yeah, like that. Because Ned doesn't. Ned's not into yeah. it, and that's chill. You, you don't need to be into anything you're right. not into. Um, Eugene always was like, "Oh, I think it's gonna freak me out too much." Um, he had I think never so- smoked. I think, no, he had, but I think somebody gave him salvia once when he oh, and told him it was weed. I took salvia once in high school, and then he was like, "Totally like, I can't do weed. That shit fucks me up." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Because it's like now they have like spice. I know a friend of mine that did spice, and we'll never smoke again. What's spice? Spice is like that shit where it, it people go zombies, eat faces off in Florida. Oh, like bath salt type yeah, stuff. Yeah, but not. Oh, I guess that was bath salt. Good point. Spice is like those viral clips you see of someone like can't stand up straight screaming in a park and they're like, this suburban mom oh. accidentally smoked spice and then, you know, did something crazy. 
Jeez. But Salvia, I did that in high school, and my friend's hair turned in. She was wearing her hair up, and her hair turned into a beehive. And apparently, I don't remember any of this. I chased around the house for like three minutes, like I thought screaming. It, I thought it totally makes you like incapacitated it and does. unable to move. Mm, it it's kind of like. Have you ever done DMT? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't <laughs> done a lot of stuff. I've done like. A, but you love weed. I'd sure love weed. Yeah. Um, and that's that's probably a big try guy secret. Actually, it, people don't, I don't think people really know that I, I smoke weed um, I, pretty if regularly. They're, if they're if they listen carefully, they but would I'm know like, that you do. I, I, I weed has such a stupid reputation, and like, and I agree. There's people who abuse weed, right? And they're like burnouts and they don't do anything. I smoke weed at the end of the day when I'm watching Netflix. I smoke yeah. weed like people have a glass of wine. You don't do it to like get creative, because that's what I, I do. I do it, it to get creative, but I don't. I can't do work on it, so no. I do it to be creative on like a Saturday. Oh. Like I like this last Saturday, I wrote a very funny song that's called. <laughs> It's called Sex on LSD, and I was theorizing <laughs> okay. what it would be like to try to have sex on LSD because when you do those psychedelic drugs, you just can't focus. No, yeah. And, and I, it's just like he's like, yeah, I'm going to get it on, but first I'm going to look at the trees. Are the trees waving at me? <laughs> Am I like a tree? Tree? We are connected, aren't we? And there's like, no, 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 but here we're in the bed. We're ready to do it, and this bed has so many fibers. And somebody <laughs> made this bed. Can you think about that? And then somebody bought the bed, and then someone else brought the bed here, and then another person bought covers for the bed, and this house was built by somebody else, and somebody else bought this house before me that sounds like <laughs> cocaine <laughs> oh i i don't i don't think that i don't think that's cocaine i think that's a very ass yeah times. but i i have made videos about how big of a weed proponent enthusiast yeah. activist that i am i'm actually speaking at a symposium a symposium symposium what did i say a symposium Sympo- i, I want to go like it's like a symposium of people who just think they know what they're talking about like <laughs> well i suppose in this symposium my symposium <laughs> a symposium is such a great well like, i can't YouTube believe series. they asked me it's like ted I'm talks like, of it, you don't know what you're yeah, talking about but it's like in front of a bunch of fucking doctors and then you got like crazy kelsey coming in fucking dropping left the left and right f-bombs wow. like but i think that's why they invited me because they want someone who is not anything like all the other speakers that they have there once i was at a doctor's conference but i was there as a medical model and they were showing how they were showing they were showing an entire room of doctors how an ultrasound worked using my stomach why because i was poor in chicago and that was a way to make money i didn't even know that was a thing me neither until i did it how did you find that job it was just like you know I, so I did medical I there was something posted and I did like a drink test thing for like the science one of the science universities mm-hmm. and then they were like hey Keith do you want to do this it pays like 300 bucks and it, it's just like that's a lot of money four hours on Saturday I'm like Wait, hell that's a, that's yes like, I will let you look at my insides an hour. it was awesome yeah did you do it often no that was just like that a one time like were you allowed to be like I feel like you being on stage not being able to do anything is like your nightmare because you love being on stage it was and also like you know it was a little bit i did not realize it was going to be like so focused on my pelvis that like the the very the very closest top lower like base part of my dick was kind of exposed i was like well i didn't really sign up for that i didn't really sign up to have my pubes on a big screen in front of the whole room of doctors how long ago was that oh it was when it was like 2011 could anyone find that footage do you think i don't think it was record well maybe maybe yeah you might be able to find it they and it was funny though because they went over in that time and it was like it looks like this guy uh like tore a muscle at some point and he didn't go to the doctor about it because it's healed in this way that it typically heals if you don't Whoa, get it healed. Like, is that true? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I had basically like heavily pearl, pu- pearled, I had heavily pulled a muscle in my right thigh, like okay. lifting something too heavy once uh-huh. and it like really hurt for a month, but I was poor and didn't have health right. insurance. I'm like, well, this is just going to hurt. It's just going to have to heal. Right. And it did. Wow. And, and, and they were able to see it. Call that out? <clears throat> they saw it on the ultrasound. They were like, and you can see with this patient, he has a history of this kind of injury. And, and you couldn't be like, he's right. I, I, and I was, I was, I think he did like, is that right? I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't mic'd up, you know, I was, I was, I was essentially a prop. Wow. I might as well have so been a corpse. Funny. But that's really good money. I would have done it too. Yeah. I could not do it. I I think the weirdest like thing I did trying when I was poor trying to make money was like, I was an audience member for I never a did day. That. I never did that. And it was not worth it it's excruciating to be an audience you are there all day i had a friend who did that and you're in like business clothes it was right when i moved to la and i was like oh i'm gonna go 
just see what it's like to be on set. I'll, I'll be able to tell what it's like to work in the business based off of this one day of being an yep. audience member. And it was the fucking worst. And I never did it again. And I never would do it again. It's like $120 for like yeah. a 12 day of just being enthusiastically supportive of whatever's happening on the stage. Yeah. And then they always get like, you're never enthusiastic enough. It's never enough for them. Mm -hmm. Are you burping a lot too? I'm burping a lot. Oh, From I just drank a LaCroix. Oh yeah. Hey, what's your snacks like here? Uh, they're okay. And, you know, they're awesome the day after we get new snacks. And then every day they're subsequently less awesome because we mm. fucking crush. What do you get? We're so excited when new snacks come in that we're like, everybody's like, open them all. <laughs> Let's open these chips and these crackers and these nuts and these things. And then at the end, it's like, there's nothing left. <laughs> Miles, what's your favorite snack here? Miles is uh, works at Second Try, and he's also recording our sound and video. Thank you so much for doing this. And he's I've also been asking him side questions. Uh, we have chili spiced mango. Ooh, oh my, that is artisanal. Yeah, there is a lot of dried fruit that comes here. You guys really are making that bank now. <laughs> you know, uh, we actually just let uh, everyone, you know, we're like, what do you want? Mm. To get what you want. Um, that was a real point of contention at BuzzFeed was people saying Well, it's harder snacks. to supply everything everyone wants to 200 people. Yeah. Easier for 12 to 13. Because people like, were angry that they were on healthy snacks, like hot Cheetos and stuff. Yeah. And people were like, we want nuts. We mostly have healthy snacks. We mm. go to Trader Joe's, so there's not a lot of options um, to be Miles, unhealthy. do you like working here? I love working here. Who's your favorite? Keith. Miles is right. I am the best. He loves it here. <laughs> is it weird now being like... At BuzzFeed, you kind of are your own boss in a way. Like, you, sure, you have a direct report, but you most days you're making your own schedule. You're, you're you self-motivated. Exactly. So is it weird? Like, do you ever have to crack the whip now that you own a company? I don't know if we crack the whip. <laughs> Miles laughs. I think we like. <laughs> well, you don't. I especially ah, don't. Uh, you no. got to be the fun, likable one. We, we, hire, we hire people to, to Ooh, be mean. Oh, that's a good point. Not to be mean. Just to make sure things happen. Ned said in case someone for some reason didn't listen to Ned's episode and is listening to Keith. Uh, Ned said that. you guys are hiring. Yeah, we are hiring. I mean, it's slowly but surely. You know, we aren't hiring like, oh, we're ready to hire 20 people. But What positions are, are open right now? Which ones could I apply to? Positions are open. We're probably looking for another PA in a more mm. traditional PA sense. I think something we need to get is like a YouTube-specific Try Guys like brand uh, like – producer mm. it's basically someone who can give notes on every single video mm -hmm. think through every single video and the be the you like the for the youtube channel the strategist mm -hmm. to make sure like we have enough content coming out mm. that it's diverse enough right. that they can give notes when we can't because our problem is uh that the four of us are just being stretched very thin all the time right so we're, we're working on so many different projects we're trying to do bigger projects so you can't be that one that gives notes and, and, if an editor, and it, well, we can give notes but if an editor needs notes at 1 p.m and we're not there you can't well, the work hold can't cut, stop. Right. Yeah, so we need someone who can be pretty dedicated right. to speaking in our voice and helping move projects along in the right way. And that, that's yeah. a very difficult job. The, something we talked about with Ned a little bit was like um, last year was a crazy fucking year for him, but it was really a crazy year for all of you. I mean, like yeah. the, he had a little extra sauce on the side. He he certainly won the everything you do in your 30s in uh, one this year. year. Yeah, um, but you also just celebrated your one-year marriage anniversary I to did. beautiful becky do you to, call her beautiful becky sometimes beautiful becky i mostly call her other like simple pet names what are your pet names spill uh what do we like uh any sort of combination it's normally funny adjective cute animal okay like little snuggle bunny or uh, or like snuggle muffin or like sugar that sugar, is too you know. cute. It's just stuff like that. Like food related things. Yeah, pretty food food or small animal related things. And they're very cute. Jared and I's, we don't know how this started, is face. We call each other face. That's so if a, you're like, face, can you hand me the remote? That's not cute at all. No, but it's that like. It sounds like you're in the future. <laughs> it's very cute to us, but we don't know why. It's so cute. Our, our go-to actual word is babers. Oh, that's not cute. Not baby and not, not babe. babe. Big difference. Babers. We were just talking about this, how basic babe is mm -hmm. and how too like baby is. Mm -hmm. So I like babers. Babers. It's cuter. It's a little more. It lends itself a little closer to the baby speak. We try mm -hmm. not to do too much baby speak. Yeah. We realized if you don't get out of that, you'll be in it forever. And then you start to say it when you're in public. Yeah. You can't do it in public. We no. do it like normally like before coffee mm. and like as you're falling asleep then it's like that's ac acceptable yeah yeah so it was like starting this company last year and also literally just having been married was that like a unique time marriage is 
fine. It's it, so it, crazy no, you're married. It, it, like ma- marriage did not create any new struggles for us. Yeah, because we'd been living together for four so years. Long. We'd been together for seven years. So marriage was it was awesome. I, weddings are a fucking blast. Really? Oh my god! I they're was a not stress, they're, blast. they're a stress ball up until it. Yeah. But then like. Our wedding, at least, was like mm-hmm. super duper fun. We made it so the venue and the reception were all in, like, in the same spot. Yeah. Uh, it was really, really fun. We had a lot of like dancing and music. A lot of people had a great time. We had a little after party at the hotel. And normally, after parties at the hotel wedding, like, you know, 15 yeah. people come, and that's like really good. 85 people came to ours. It was like we, the hotel asked us to stop. Oh, <laughs> we shit. were, it was awesome yeah. it was like a college party where you open the door and you couldn't move through the crowd of oh people without God. touching everyone in the room that we had buffalo like wild wings fun. catered it yeah it was awesome and Jeez. the food was gone in eight minutes i be- well fuck i can imagine we, we bought food for like 20 people and then there were like 80 people we had to be like okay people can party in the room i had people can party in one of the other grooms rooms and then we are uh what is it called not groom groomsmen's rooms yeah and then we had the bridal suite which was bigger wow. than yeah so, like, you got married and then you just went back to your regular lives because you had basically act, been acting like you were married? Yeah, we went on our honeymoon right Where'd after. We went to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. We went to Kauai. Bitches love Hawaii recently. Yeah. Everybody goes to Hawaii. It's cool again. Yeah, it is cool again. It was cool in the 90s. Then it took yeah. a hot break. Uh-huh. It's back. They, well, I think that, uh, that was the recession. Oh. And Obama made it cool again. Oh, sorry. A little bit, yeah. Like, oh. But it was it's it was great. We went to just one island for ten days. What did you uh, do for your anniversary? Oh, uh, I got us Disney passes. They're expensive now. They are expensive now, but Twitter's like, been like talking about it. So we have only gone once too since we have. So I've been like, we have to go this month. We have to go because otherwise we spent a lot of money on two tickets. How much was it? Uh, there's different tiers. We got the second tier because the lowest tier, which is only for California residents, is just like you might as well just you buy not a fucking ticket because yeah. it's the blackout dates are unless you don't have a job. Which if you don't have a job, how could you go to Disneyland we all the time? Rich parents. Uh, for, yeah, like, but we got I think it was like seven hundred or something a piece. It's pretty expensive. That's a good gift. Yeah. And then the one year is that when you're supposed to eat your cake? Yeah, but we had pies, so we didn't have any cake. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, we had pies on our wedding. Uh, were you on the BuzzFeed debatable about cake and pie, and you were choosing pie? Yes. So you just like pie better than cake. I really do. How did Becky feel about that? She agrees. Oh wow. Yeah. What kind of pie did you have? Pecan. Damn. And pumpkin and apple. That's very desserty pies. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Okay. People that's, liked it. That's good. People love pie. People love pie. It's very easy to convince people to eat pie. I don't think that they would expect that at a wedding. No, probably not. Did but, you uh, have an open bar? Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. No, like a wedding is supposed to be a big celebration mm-hmm. of everyone's belief in the union making mm-hmm. sense. And if and if your union involves people who like to party and have fun, then you should have an open bar so that uh, everyone can have the most fun possible and also mm-hmm. look back fondly on your wedding. If your wedding sucks, then people are going to be like, good. and we had to pay for the drinks. Like, I don't mind paying for drinks, but I think it's just like you should make it as easy for everyone to have as much fun as possible. Yeah. As you can. I was just talking in my writer's group last night. This girl in the group is planning her wedding and another girl had just had her wedding and they were comparing things and giving each other advice. And one of them said, we are having a no kids wedding. And the other one was very like, how could you have a no kids wedding? Like so much of my family has kids. And the other one was like, trust me, you do not want to have fucking kids at your wedding and you can put it on your invitation that you can't bring Mm -hmm. your kids. And people get furious about that and she was like but i had a vision of what i wanted it to be and it did not involve kids and apparently that's a very normal thing to not have kids we had a no kids wedding except for our, except for our own niece and nephews see that i think that's nice i went to a wedding recently where there was a kid in the wedding and it ruined the vows like the oh, vows yeah. were so sweet and funny and no one could pay attention because the kid was taking off its shoe sitting in the middle of the aisle <laughs> being like for no reason and everyone's like yeah you, the mom mom or dad's got to get that baby out of there when yeah. that happens like we had kids but ours luckily they were very well behaved once, yeah when for everything that happened so it worked out fine i was also at a wedding recently where a, a boy was having a scream fit and the mom was like we're out of here and i was like great solve the yeah. problem yeah and like you that's like you just good sorry pension. kids like, kids are hard to predict so you yeah. just got to remove them so when you put that on your wedding invitation did people try and combat it at all like did anyone call and be like hey we can't come because we can't get a sitter and were you like fuck you too bad no we didn't have we don't have that many people who mm. have kids and the people who did have kids 
kids. I mean, we were already we're having our wedding in Chicagoland. Oh right. So like we were doing the destination for right. us, but everyone else already lived there. Oh yeah. So, so they like, can just fucking leave them at home. Yeah, they can just get a sitter, figure yeah. something out. I think like if I were to ever get married, I would want to do a destination because it eliminates so many people that come. And mm-hmm. even better if you can make it an international wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like fucking Barcelona. Like I, no one's coming. I liked having a big I wanted a really big wedding because mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends. Yeah, you're I, just, a, you're I love guy. being social and like mm-hmm. hanging out with as many people as possible. And mm-hmm. that's not what Becky's like MO is mm-hmm. either. But you know, we found a happy medium. We had yeah. like a hundred and some odd people and it felt like big but not so big that you couldn't say hi to everyone. Mm. What you was know? your favorite part about it? Planning it. Planning it? Mm-hmm. That Becky did most of it. <laughs> Least favorite part about planning it? <laughs> Uh, I mean, d- just like mailing shit out is just a painstaking. Can you nightmare. do everything digital now? Uh, for enough money. Mm. But you think so? Here's what I will say: mm-hmm. if and when you have a wedding, mm-hmm. that some things cost a lot of money, and you'd be like, "Oh, I can just or do, it do myself. it myself." No, mm-hmm. no, no. Just fucking bite the bullet or go to another company and say it's not for a wedding, but it's for a party. Because as soon as you say wedding for things, they jack it It's up. a different price <gasps> bracket, and you can get the same exact shit for a party, and it's not a wedding, and they won't charge you like that. Yo, hot spilled tea right here on my new wedding podcast, (laughs) Confidently Married, Keith Habsberger, first guest. That was some good tea. It's true. I mean, they'll be mad when they get there and realize it's a wedding, but the contract will be signed, so you can be like, whatever. Whoa. So, like, did you do that for something? No. Oh. I found out about that halfway through. Um, I think you could do that for the catering and stuff, Mm. Uh, because they'll charge you at every instance. Like, we when we had the cakes and the pie thing, they were like... Uh, our caterers were like, oh yeah, so you can bring your own pies, but we will charge a like a pie oh, slicing and serving off. fee. And we're like, no, our dads will cut the pies. And they were like, what? It was like, yeah, we're not gonna. That's stupid. You're getting so much money. We're paying yeah. like so much money for food. If you can't cut the pies, uh, well, well, our dads will cut the pies. So did your dads cut fine. the pies? No, they help. They cut the pies for free because they're not gonna not yeah. do it. <laughs> That's fu- wow! It is a business. But once you have the the dads start doing it, they're like, no, 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 we're gonna do this because yeah, you're gonna fuck the, it up. That's the best thing with like something you don't want someone to do. Send your two dads uh-huh. in to do it. That Send is a the bunch of Midwestern way. dads in, and they're like, oh, Wait, I don't. Do you no, you're cutting that thing? pie all wrong. Yeah, you gotta cut. Knife? You gotta start from I the center, and you gotta pull out. Then you rotate the tin, and then you start from the center, yeah, and you but pull. I bet it would be efficient. You know, my uncle. Get out of here. We'll handle it. Um, I had a. I have it kind of ties in. I have two fan questions for you. Sure. The first one is not related, but the second one is. Kyra X Bella wants to know what's your favorite cereal. I don't eat cereal anymore because I'm lactose intolerant. But right. Before I was honest with myself, <laughs> I, I really the last cereal I was really in love with was um, Honey Bunches of Oats. Ooh. And I also always loved Golden Grams and, oh, che- and Honey Nut Cheerios. So Gross. I think I'm just a honey cereal boy. Yeah, you're kind of plain. But I really do love Honey Bunches of Oats. Those are pretty like chalky, plain, mm-hmm. OT. I don't like marshmallow stuff. Sugary. I don't like chocolate. No, stuff. I like Honey Bunches when they do the yogurt bites. Uh-uh. No? All right. Um, the second question is related, but I want to ask it and then I... I have I have an opinion about it, oh. and then I want to hear your opinion about it. This will be the first time you have an opinion about something. Anything I've said. ever? <laughs> um, I won't say the person's name because I don't want to like whatever. But they so many people ask for your specific question is like, are you and Becky thinking about having kids? And I have opinions about this question, so I want to hear has opinions your about opinions. This question too. Becky too. really does not like it me neither when people ask about that and, same uh it doesn't bother me as much mm. but also like my body's not going to be used to grow a little parasite that looks like <laughs> us uh so like also it, known as children children um but te- technically it's identified it, if it eats off of you it's a parasite uh that's that <laughs> that is true it's a host there you're right <laughs> um I mean, you can call it something nicer and cuter, but, but it's te- let's call, it, call it what it is. Technically, it's a parasite call that parasite grows inside of you it and steals like your parasite. nutrients. It smells like a parasite. Um, it's probably a parasite. Uh, we are going to have children at some point in our lives, mm. but we don't have any plans to do it soon. Yeah. Um, Becky does not like it when people say, when are you guys having a baby? Yeah. Uh, because it's not anyone's business a. when we have offspring. And also, like, B. you shouldn't pressure yeah. women to do what you want and i think it's like it's also a weird question that as soon as people find out you're either like married or have just been married or haven't been married for that long that's like the first next question it is and i feel like 
the most successful marriage, you know, people that I know that are still together had kids very late. Like mm-hmm. they kind they enjoyed their lives. Like for instance, my parents were married and then were, you know, my dad was in his forties when we had kids. We, they had mm-hmm. me and they were kind of like, we just got bored like we didn't know what else to do we had like done every drug we had done all the partying like we were both pretty good at our jobs and we were just like fuck new challenge yeah let's really. have kelsey but i exactly <laughs> and i think there is something too like you still are allowed to be your own person in your 30s like you're still allowed to have yeah i mean for us it's really about like we want to do a lot more traveling mm. we, we, we're both in very exciting points in our career and mm-hmm. lives and like a kid would be awesome and fun, but it will really complicate that. Mm-hmm. And for us to truly enjoy all these cool opportunities that are happening right now, uh, a kid would be tough. And also, like, Becky's younger than I am. She has, she doesn't, like, I think our, our situation is, like, I'm not going to speak too much on Ned and Ariel, but, mm-hmm. like, they, it, like, they wanted to have a kid. They were mm-hmm. ready for a kid. They yeah. wanted that. Yeah. You know, that was something they were planning and trying to have. Yeah. Becky and I have talked about it right. and when we might do it, mm-hmm. but it's not right now. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, yeah, we really enjoy you gotta do your life we're still like you know going out on the weekends and hanging out with people and doing stuff and like i could not imagine like i'm 28 i'll be 29 this year and so i'm like you know all my friends a lot of my friends have kids a lot of my friends have two kids a lot of my friends are getting their eggs frozen right now which is also a very insane fucking process and a very expensive one and i'm just kind of like it is not even in the realm of thinking right now like it is so i just have so much shit i want to do and i think of it as like if i was going to make that decision or if something happened where i I don't know i get the immaculate conception or something Mm -hmm. like the new jesus decides to come out of me i just would live a different life and i think that's what life also is our our career is like didn't start blossoming mm-hmm. until the last few years mm-hmm. so i was like well i'm just in this, this amazing trajectory yeah. and i want to see what's going to happen and i i don't want to complicate yeah. it uh because that's not i'm not ready for and anyway, you also so. like kind of i don't want to call it a luxury but maybe it is but you have the luxury of like planning it yeah i, I want us to be you're prepared, in a stable relationship you know. you're financially stable what's it like being rich now uh, you let me know i'll let you know when <laughs> i'm not quite there we isn't that funny we're still like, in that building year i think people don't know how to separate fame from wealth mm, amen sister friend this is like oh well you're famous so yeah you're a millionaire like no someone no someone had a good video about that the other day about how like yes there are the youtubers who are like 20 and have two million dollar homes uh-huh. in the hills and that is a one percent like that is the one percent of YouTube also club. <laughs> people who anyone who's 20 and buys something that costs multi-million dollars even if they're rich it's irresponsible oh my god imagine <laughs> it's incredibly irresponsible they're oh. they totally have the problem is that those people have not been um hurt by the world enough yet <laughs> the world kind of needs to chew you up and spit you out so that you can appreciate uh, it uh, understand how to use your money oh. if you just get a bunch of money and you don't have the same like yeah i'm not saying that people don't have struggles but i'm talking yeah, about like going and laying naked with your pubes out while doctors you know <laughs> screen your stomach to a bunch of doctors struggle like i'm like <laughs> you have that life experience now. i i was poor for a long time and i, I was like imagine. hustling and like doing shows and i was touring yeah. i mean i was a full-time professional touring improviser i made yeah. seventeen thousand dollars a year wow. that's not money no <laughs> so you, like yeah a barista on average makes fifteen thousand a year yeah so i was That's doing it, what i love doing but it doesn't doesn't make money so you know i was paycheck to paycheck situation and i was doing focus groups mm. and like science mm. studies and i was a manny i babysat a kid for a long time like i i made a lot of things just barely get me yeah. by and like now I'm in a place of like, I'm certainly making significantly more money, right. but I'm not spending it. No, no. <laughs> I'm not using it. I'm living no, like I make, exactly. make like, I'll probably pretend I live like I make $60,000 a year. And also like, what is there to look forward to if you get all of that so early or like right. all at once? Mm-hmm. I feel like the reason why there are these stages in life that most people, you know, do by the book is because you're, you understand and you appreciate it so much more when that time comes. Mm-hmm. Like when, when you live a crazy, you know, life like that, I couldn't imagine like what's next. When will you ever be satisfied? Right. What if it all goes away? Yeah, that's true. I think that would be very tough for those people to yeah. handle. I think that's why, I mean, I think that has something to do with why, you know, Disney stars and people become like kind of crazy is because mm-hmm. like they don't, 
they don't have struggles that people can relate to. It's also, it is very weird when you go to a public place and everyone knows who you are already. Mm. And if that happens when you're like 17 or mm. younger, like it's really hard to understand how oh my the world God, works. And you never get to like figure out your own shit. Like I have a little bit of anxiety. Mm. Like I, I, like I used to like talk about like swinging weed on the weekends. I used to like smoke weed and I go to Target. <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't do that anymore. Really? Because if I'm super high in a Target and a bunch of people want to talk to me and take pictures with me, I don't really want to be super high. Are there like tagged photos of you on Instagram of you high anywhere? Oh, certainly. Because people find me out on like Saturday nights too. But I'm like, you well, that's don't not my fault. look high. No. You're I mean, very good at I'm looking. I'm very good at being yeah. drunk and or high. My and nickname no one knows in high school was the dead giveaway. Oh. Because I literally like there was no fucking like completely bloodshot eyes. Couldn't speak to anyone over the age of like 16 in the room. Like... I was just like, oh my god, I hope no one talks to me. No, I'm I'm not like that when I'm high. I'm just yeah. like I'm just like I'm still very goofy mm. and You're uh, exactly the same. Yeah, I, I just, don't know if you're high right now. Are I'm you? Not, no. Okay. Uh but I get more insecure about myself mm. when I'm out in public and I'm high and like children and their mothers are like oh they love watching you i don't know who you oh, are though God. Like, okay. or like the worst is when a parent comes up to you and is like hi my daughter really wants to take a photo with you and i'm like oh fuck i am shit yeah like yes when certainly that's the the biggest concern is when you're like super yeah like i've been very very Blacked drunk and someone's drunk. like oh can i take a picture with you i'm like oh do you yeah. say no i don't think i've ever said no no i don't say no yeah you can't we're no. not we're not those the only people. time we're i haven't nice. said no i've said I've just asked that it del- is delayed. Oh. Like, so if I'm eating oh, and yeah. someone asks, I'm like, oh, would you mind if I just waited till I, like we finish? And That's they're like, good... sure. I'm like, yeah, no yeah. problem. I'll, I'll come over to you. I've seen like with like uh, Anna Ferris's podcast, she talked about how when she was with Chris Pratt, people would come up to her all the time, especially when they were with their kid. And they would have to say no because it's like they don't want that also that experience to become normal for yes. their kid. And right. they need to have boundaries in their life. And I was like, That's a good way of of saying it of just being like oh no thank you right mm-hmm. now yeah i'm um, with my kid and family but we are you do, you know i hate to say youtubers but that's where we came up that's how uh-huh. people know us and they feel like they know us as a friend yeah and so if we were to say no it's like well fuck you you're an asshole <laughs> right. yeah because they actually do know who we are our yeah. actual personalities for the yeah. most part Tough. It's really tough being us. Tough, tough step over here. Um, I know you brought up uh, your musical improv, musical theater, touring life. And I wanted to speak more about your musical, your love of musical theater. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we've never, we've been friends for so long. We've been friends for so long. So long. And we've never talked never about our talked favorite about musicals. It. Yeah. Have you, do you keep up with the circuit these days? No. Really? No. I, I mean, I feel I, like you I, go to New York a lot. You never yeah, go see a Broadway show every I, now and then? You know what? Ever since I found Sleep No More, I'm like, I don't need anything else. I just want to do Sleep No More over yet. and over and over again. It's so much fun. Explain to the people what Sleep No More is this for some Sleep reason. Sleep No More is. is in a immersive theatrical experience that is uh, Shakespeare's Macbeth, but told by professional dancers. Who, and you and all the other people there are wearing these white masks, and you cannot speak, and you're wandering through this weird uh uh foggy spooky music filled amazing set design absolutely gorgeous sets and you're just able to walk around on them and then there's all these incredible stories being told through dance and you can catch them all and you can like no two people will ever have the same experience i've been three times (gasps) and the third time i saw almost 60 percent stuff i'd never seen before how expensive is it it's like a hundred dollars. And do you have to wait in line? Because that was the other thing. You do. Have, you have to get. It's in New York. You get there. You get assigned a certain time. You get mm-hmm. there. You get in line. You go in. You go into a very spooky, like um, mystical, like jazz bar. It's sexy, you, right? You, they sell you absinthe. Ooh. Like you know, it's not real, like psych- oh, yeah. psychoactive absinthe, but it tastes like it. And it's like, oh, this is fun. And then you go in, and they they're like, you can't talk, you can't do anything. They let you out in the world. Occasionally, like a cast member will grab you and take you to a secret spot, and you get like a one on one. That's coveted. That's coveted. Wow. I've gotten one of the best ones before. What happened? It was phenomenal. No. Oh, okay. Um, like, weird it was so weird. That. This nurse like fed me tea with a spoon and spoke and told this really bizarre story that, and it was very sad. And then we both started crying. <gasps> and it was like You cried? Yeah, it was incredible. It was Whoa. like so moving. And she's like staring straight into your eyes and telling you this sad story. And she starts to cry. And then you're like, I'm I'm so empathetic to your character that I'm of course you're moving me so much. And then she like rushes and like she got right next to my ear and went like like 
the blood will be darkest at dawn. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and it's like, Those are one of the things you don't want to go too high. It, oh, it, I, I disagree. It's incredible. <laughs> Do you know what I, I'm recently become obsessed to the point of like a lot of my income is going towards these things? Hmm. Escape rooms. Now, I don't know how you feel about this. I just did one this weekend. Here. Which one? I did one that's uh, called like exit room it's just it was over in monterey park and it was near tokyo fried chicken my favorite fried chicken what, spot what was the theme it was kind of fucked up um it was like we're trapped by kim jong-un and his oh cousin. and his nuclear thing and you have to stop the codes uh-huh. from things i did that one yeah in the intro video is like uh like probably pretty racist yeah but like it is a korean guy doing it so you don't know how to feel about it yeah uh, but he's basically doing his own impression of the team america world police yep. like characterization of him so i was like oh this yeah. is un- and it's also like, it was only a bunch of white people going and enjoying yeah. this like oh this is weird yeah. uh, but did you get we, out we did get out yeah five minutes left Ooh, that's a good time very exciting we uh, haven't lost yet we've done probably over 40 i've lost one in new york mm. that was categorized as very hard and which we, one in new york and we would have finished uh, actually they let us win but they like oh. gave us too many clues We're like no nah, you should have let us lose that's we how felt I, bad about I do winning, it where it's like if know? i get more than three clues i consider it a loss we it was like really confusing at the end. It was like mm. and also the New York one, um, and the set design is by the same people who did the set design for Sleeping More. <gasps> That's how we heard about it. Oh. So it's amazing. But those are like so much math. It's like oh, really no. tough number puzzles. It's not about no. like oh I Watch need to put it. my hand on Riddle. this wall. It's no. Yeah. It's like you need to get get these books in a yeah. stack, no, measure them, no. and put that measurement into a a lock mm. which will open this door, the which will tell I you numbers, to count I'm the done. amount of ships on this thing. And like it's like very complicated even that i can handle but there we've done somewhere like you have to weigh things mm-hmm. and then like divide it by and i'm like bitch if you don't give me paper and pen i'm not doing this one and so i just turn around and i go, was nope. upset that the one i did most recently didn't have a paper and pen because mm-hmm. there were a lot of like numbers and he had to just remember them and i'm like this is so complicated yeah. and i have to walk to another room and remember these numbers yeah that's that's the other thing is like they're so you're so overstimulated and i also like it because it's something you can do as an adult and this is why i brought it up is because i was saying don't go high to sleep no more but maybe do i don't know but even going a little bit tipsy to an escape room throws me off my game completely oh really no like i went fully very tipsy and it was awesome i'll have like a glass of wine maybe two but past two and i'm fucking useless you take it serious oh so dead ass serious i have gotten in fights you go at like 4 p.m oh yeah we go when like no one's there we've done them just two of us and they've been like this is a four-person room we don't know and we're like we're fucking doing it we're pros we've never lost we're very we take it very seriously because we were like what can you do as an adult that's fun i'd like to go with you sometime oh because we would crush i'm not saying what i'm saying but sometimes i feel like limited because Mm, i'm 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 like the people with me they're like what about this i'm like we did that literally in the first 10 minutes that clue is spent that's that clue is done don't use that clue anymore we found out very early about my what my anger triggers were Mm -hmm. and we have like carried that over into our relationship because my boyfriend had to have a real sit down come to jesus talk with me after our first escape room like hey what you did in there and what you yelled at your very dear friend was not cool. And like, I don't know that they're going to text us back in our group thread because of that. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking? Oh God, you're right. Why am I sweating? Are you sweating? Like I had, I did the same thing. I was like, you fucking idiot. How many times do we need to tell you? You use the key once and that's it. Put it down. We're not in this room anymore. This room, we're done with this I kept, room. I kept being like, no, that number thing. We used it. It was the first thing we did. Stop yeah. telling me about that. Well, listen, if you want to fucking win, you and Becky should come hang. Yeah. I, but I I did one this weekend with a group of friends. Actually, Macy and Chris are friends from BuzzFeed. Oh, yeah. And uh, my other two friends, uh, very smart people. We did one in Koreatown called Stash House. And it literally, like, you have to find the building. Like, that's part of it. That's how the New York one was. It's like yes, a glass it's door. secret. And, and then like, you go in, and they're already in character. They're already, like, they open the door, and they're like, you got the stuff? And you're New like. <laughs> the New York one's even better. You go really? into it. You never meet a person until after the escape room oh, is done. Oh, hell no. You walk in and the person they, they communicate you through typing on a computer sc- on a TV screen in the corner. And that everything is only that way. You never meet a person until you're done. That's cool. And when they start it, it's like, is everybody ready? Everyone's good? Everyone, no bathrooms? And you're like, yes, yes, yes. The door slams. And it's like, <gasps> it starts now. <laughs> and it's like intense. That one was here? Or no, no, that's, that's in New York. York. Oh, okay. I'm going to go this do one that one that's by the, the no same more. set design. I have to imagine people. it's sick. Yeah. But the one in Let K-Town, me know when you go to New York. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Hook it up. Uh, the Stash House one is all drug themed. So the goal of this, it's an actual house. So you're in someone's house 
And the actual like goal is to flush all the drugs, and it's a ninety-minute escape room. Most are only sixty. You have to minutes. find all the drugs and flush them down and an actual flush them toilet. down an actual toilet, that's and that's thrilling. how you win the game. And it's an actual toilet that you actually flush drugs down, and it is it is wild. So excited about this actual toilet. Can you poop in the toilet? I wouldn't because there's cameras, mm. but mate, you you certainly could. It's a I, real I just didn't know if they like if the drugs are in a bag and then they just go to a tank where they pull them out and shake them off of the water. And then, <laughs> they dry them off. You know, and then they're like, it's not real plumbing. They're one, using the same prop drugs over and over. Like for LA, I thought that one was pretty high That's caliber. Really Highly recommended. Cool. Yeah, it's called Stash House in K Town. Tell them I sent you. Maybe they'll give me a free room. I don't know. Oh, wow. Not sponsored. Um, where the fuck did we go with? We started this? talking about Broadway. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's your favorite musical? Uh, I I obviously like Hamilton right now, Ugh, uh, but gem. I my favorite musical of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I like Les Miserables the most. Still, you know, I have never seen it on it's Broadway. Really good. I didn't I see saw... it on Broadway. I saw it touring. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Well, I've never seen. I've never seen. It. Yeah. I've seen the movie. Um, my it's not a musical, but I saw in New York when I was just there two weeks ago for New Year's. Um, Puffs. I'm unfamiliar. It is a. Have you seen it, Miles? Oh my god. Okay, it's. It's seven years of Hogwarts in 90 minutes told from the point of view of Hufflepuff. That's very funny. And it, when I say there was a joke every other line, and I'm like a huge Potterhead, I was laughing so hard and like crying that I was afraid I was going to miss a joke because that's how quickly the jokes come. It's wow. seven movies. I would love that. And it's cheap because it's off off Broadway. Right. And it's so it's like, I don't know, we paid like 80 bucks to get the front row center seats. And it was the best show I have seen wow. in years. Wow. And Jared hasn't watched a ton of Harry Potter and he was pissing himself laughing. It was incredible. So put I'll that check on that out because I'll be back in New York. Yeah. And I'll do that on the day that I'm not seeing Sleep No More again. You have to. It's like, I just can't go to New York and not go see Sleep No More. I'm so pissed I haven't seen it. It's tremendous. So speaking, it'll make all other theaters seem stupid. Really? Yeah. Fuck. It's like the escape room of theater. I'm gonna theater. remind myself to do that. Yeah. It's. I just I keep meaning to, but isn't it in Brooklyn? No, it's in Manhattan. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's on the west side of Manhattan. And it's been around for forever. They did a thing yeah, episode it's been around about like a decade or so at least. Um, I all of this I wanted to talk about your food stuff, but we've mm-hmm. been going for an hour already. Wow. <laughs> but I Flying do want to I do want to talk a bit, a little bit about your food videos because you do these incredible videos on the Try Guys channel where you eat your way through an entire menu of a fast food place. My yeah. questions are why and how do you feel after? Uh, why do I do it? Because America and the world has a crazy fascination with fast food, but you you can never you can never eat everything in a fast food restaurant. How do yeah. you know if what you're ordering is the best thing? You don't. You don't. You pick one to three favorites and you get the same three for like 10 years. For the rest of your life. Oh my God, you're so right. And maybe they come out with a thing that's so stupid you have to try it like the double down. Yeah. But otherwise, you just get your fried chicken sandwich that you like, you get your fries that you like, and you move on. You with the merry mm-hmm. little life. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to create something that helped people see what else they should be trying. Wow. And I really did. The KFC one with the discovery of how good the pot pie is. People tweet me every day about trying wow. a pot pie or, or doing it, and they're like, "Wow, you're right. This is amazing." Damn! And like, that's like you're my changing their new lives favorite. over here. Um, the second reason thing you asked, the second thing you asked is, uh, "How do I feel mm-hmm. after?" I think most people would think um, that I immediately shit my brains out because you also are lactose intolerant. Right, but I don't shit my brains out. What? What actually happens is that at 8 p.m. I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so oversaturated with salt. And like fat and oil that my body completely shuts off and okay. I fall asleep. Like I go home, I kind of feel like, oh, I don't feel so good. But I, uh, it's almost like I get sick. I get, I think I get a small fever. I pass <laughs> out and I wake up the next day and then like the, the first poop I have, pretty normal. It's like, huh, wow. I'm going to be okay. Uh... And then I have eight more normal poops Whoa. in a day. And it's like absurd. And, and the concern that I have there is that like my body actually can digest all of That's this. That's what stuff. I was just gonna say. You have an iron <laughs> fucking stomach. Yeah. No, it's just it's something about fast food. I think like some there's certainly like maybe two of the eight poops won't be as normal. Most of them are okay. And I think it's just that like I've had so much garbage food in my life that my mm. body knows what to do with it. Mm. <laughs> like I'm much more likely to have difficult poops after a lavish, expensive like steak wow. with fancy butter because yeah. fancy butter is going to be harder to process and wow. your, your body's never had it before. It's like, fucking just get it out of here. Don't even, don't even absorb any of it. Just shoot it out the other end. Um, whereas fast food, like it's all made of the same stuff. It's and mostly yeah. sugar bread and oh, cheap meat. Fuck. My stomach just got upset when you said sugar bread. for <laughs> It is. It's all sugar bread. So what's been your favorite that you've done? I've only done the 
I, I did McDonald's, McDonald's at BuzzFeed. Uh, yeah, and then Taco Bell and KFC here. So which one's been your favorite? My favorite one probably... <laughs> The fun. I think that Taco Bell is the funniest yeah, that one. Was funny. It's super funny. Is there a fast food you wouldn't do? No, I think I. I you know what people like say? Long John no, Silver. No, I wouldn't mind that. As people say, like you should do Subway. I'm like, there's no way to do Subway. Why? Because Subway isn't about the stock thing you get. Subway is about making your own sandwich. Right. So like, I can't do it. My my version of the cold cut trio, let's say, is not uh, what everyone what else everyone eats. Else. That's the a good whole point. point is to give an objective understanding of everything wow, that so they you serve guys, there's there. There's so much more science behind the video. You don't even know. It's not just like he decides. It's like, well, that's funny. That's funny. Let's no, I thought it, it really was. So back in the day when uh-huh. I was doing the touring improv thing, I made a little food vlog. Mm. Uh, or a blog mm. uh, back when you type things difference. out and put pictures <laughs> made a food blog called fast food quest okay it was my quest to, to, to eat every fast food item from every fast food restaurant Ew. it was because as i was traveling i mostly had to eat fast food anyway so i was like wow. well i should push myself to eat the stuff that i don't eat yeah so it was bas- it was a little bit of an excuse to try s- new stuff and Dreams then i was like well true. i can write this down and give little stupid reviews yeah. over everything and I found that it was like really fun to try new weird fast food things and that I liked more than I thought I yeah. wouldn't like and that sort of grew into eat the menu. So like what kind of food videos do you enjoy watching cuz I'll talk about strictly dumpling any chance I can get but I I love I love his Bon stuff. Appetit. Oh, um, yeah? I really but specifically the making the gourmet version of candy and stuff i just oh. think it's really well so you like cooking shows uh-huh, I like cooking shows I like yeah. watching people eat but I like watching people be really make jokes when they eat, mm-hmm. and that's not the normal watching people eat thing. They just are very thoughtful, and yeah. they describe the food well. I'm like, no, no, no. Tell me a joke. Yeah. I, I want to watch you eat delicious noodles it should be and hear a joke. I want more jokes. And I like watching um, Mike Chen. I mean, he's probably the only one I watch that doesn't do a lot of jokes, but really mm-hmm. just is really good it's at describing the food. Yeah. Also, he's eating food that I've never seen before because yeah. it's like interesting. It's like these weird actual street foods. Uh, in Korea and also like I think I know him better so I'm mm-hmm. like oh this is cool it's, I'm watching my friend my eat favorite stuff. one of his is the 7-Eleven in um, yeah, Japan yeah he does a lot of those types yeah, of, and that's a great crazy. great uh, are you format. satisfied with the amount of food content you're making with Second Try no I'd like to make more but we make without a recipe without yeah, a recipe is really one of my like little where love you make childs a thing without me, a recipe yeah me and Eugene hard. really love bread that, and that was hard bread was hard and we made pies I want to do pies. a lot more yeah it's tough there's like there's little things like ranch dressing that I think is be interesting to try to make ranch dressing without a recipe. How do you make ranch exactly? Um, I, and like then there's like harder things like sausages, but oh. I want to make sausages where people not only have to make sausages, but they have to like co- like break down a whole chicken. Oh. It's like make a chicken <laughs> apple sausage, but oh, it's like wow. here's a chicken. <laughs> Yikes! How long does it take you to edit something like that? How many hours do you shoot? Uh, not not a ton. It's like pretty efficient. Really? Um, that, and that's part of it too. We're not trying to shoot things that are like a croissant where you have to you know it takes two days you have to fold it and croissant put it in the fridge takes and fold two it. days to make it takes a long time not two days oh, but a long fuck. time because you have to keep you enough. have to keep putting it in the fridge letting it cool so it basically has to cool for 10 minutes every two minutes but, but what <laughs> you take it out you fold it you roll it out you put it back in the freezer oh, so you have to keep the butter much. cold you have, the butter has to constantly be in a solid state, not in a liquid state. And when you work That's it with your much. hands or a pin, it warms it up. I swear to God, I've learned I learned so much doing these podcasts. Things I would have never known if I yeah. hadn't sat down. The reason with croissants you. are so good is because when they bake, the the butter is still cold, so it creates the layers and creates the air pockets in between, oh. and also makes the each layer sort of crisp and buttery. Is that why when you have a bad croissant, it's fucking bad? Yeah, because it's all mushed together. Yeah. because all the butter melted or into the hard. dough and it made butter dough. What the hell is that? That's a helicopter. Oh. You probably can't hear it. We're done? Oh, we can we can wrap up. Wow. I feel like I've talked about everything I've ever wanted to know about you. I was thinking, I was like, who do I know the best out of the four of you? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I think it's not Keith. Weird. Because I feel like I've worked with you a lot and and we talk a lot Uh and we go out a lot. Uh But compared to the other ones, I don't really know a ton about like your private life. Hmm. So thanks for telling me more, not yeah, about your private life. Of course, yeah. I don't, I don't think I told you that much about my private life, no. other than the wedding and what I think about yeah, weddings. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Food no, I, I wanted to talk more about weed, but I also don't know that much about weed. So yeah, I don't talk you about have to weed say much. About that? I, I don't talk much about the reason I don't like broadcast my mm-hmm. uh, like enjoyment of recreational weed is because there's still a lot of young people that smoke yeah. weed, and I do believe that 
you should not have weed until you Your are having alcohol developed. and yeah. like really like there's been par- studies apparently about we're not it. supposed to smoke or drink until 25 yeah because your brain's not developed all the way and your so hormones i really shit. don't want to influence influence children what a responsible to guy. do it and think that because keith does it and keith is living a great fun life that i can do it and have the you same hear thing that here first, because kids. everybody's different and you, if you don't want to do weed, you shouldn't smoke weed. You shouldn't do weed. And you shouldn't do it. You, know? you heard it here from Keith. If you don't want to do weed, don't do weed. Don't do weed until you're 25. Margaret Cho gave me that advice. Really? She was like, your brain, there's been studies yeah. about how your brain's not developed and you really shouldn't fucks with it. And that's why a lot of people end up getting anxiety and disassociation and yeah. weird experiences because your brain isn't ready. Mm-hmm. And I certainly smoke like, I, I smoked more probably in college and right after yeah. college. I've dialed Same. it back a lot. Yeah. I still smoke at night. But it really is part of my like winding yeah, down routine. Glass of wine. I don't. I think I've our generation come to work will be high. the ones that. I can't. Jet. I can't no. work high. It's impossible. I know. I know. I don't know how people do I it. I couldn't even work at a fast food place high. I did it. <laughs> I, I like was high once in my like college job, and I was like, I can't handle this. It was too hard because you have to like. It's a that's a more responsible job, I'd say. Yeah, it's just you have to be efficient. Yeah, and you have to <laughs> be fucking like you can't fuck that up. I had to take orders and make the food. So I was like, I can't. It's no, yeah. so hard. You can fuck up an edit or like writing something, but you right. can't fuck up giving people food every yeah. two minutes. And that's because you're giving them the final product right after you get the, uh, the you know, the request for it. Yeah. With, with making art. You guys know how it is. You, t- you take as long as you want to make art. Yeah. But you don't do the final draft fucked up. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keith, where can people find you? Not that you need to promote it, you but you know. You can find it at Keith Habs. You can also find my comedy band at Ooh, Lou Burger. Yes, I love Lou Burger. I was we in put a out music an album video with you guys. Year. It yeah. was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. You guys are so great to work we with. We have an album. It's super good. You should listen to yep. it. It's like very well produced. We're mm-hmm. very happy with it. So uh, at Lou Burger, at Keith Habs on the internet. And know. subscribe. Buy the Try Guys merch. Buy the merch. Subscribe to the channels. Check out the content. Thanks Don't so much do for coming weed, on. Unless Don't you want do weed. To when you're old enough. When you're 25. Uh, Keith, thanks so much for coming. Uh, you guys can rate this on iTunes. Give it five stars. Give it a thumb up. Leave a comment. Um, and thanks for joining. Bye. 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 Oh!